Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome, Anna. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast today. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Oh, pleasure. Well, look, do you want to start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself and how you came to carve out your space as a visibility coach? Sure. So, um, yeah, for those who don't know me, I'm Anna. I'm a visibility coach. So, I empower passion-led women in business to step into the limelight, own their personal brand, and become that visible force in their industry. Uh, I do that through um, group program, digital course, and some one-on-one coaching. Uh, And I really just bring my corporate background in branding and PR together to help um, business owners to really start positioning themselves as that go-to brand in their industry, start to build that authority, credibility, and really just to become that in-demand person within their industry. Uh, And I have been um, working in this space for over a decade, but I started my small, my own business um, as a coach about two years, oh, two and a half years ago now, after the birth of my first um, daughter, I was looking at going back to my corporate role and just realized that it wasn't going to support the vision I had for the mum that I wanted to be um, and also to enjoy the lifestyle that I built for myself. Um, We live on the surf coast. I love going to the beach and I think, um, you know, I wanted to be able to have a few days with my daughter and really focus on her and also feel like my career was satisfying as well and I think that's what is so great about running your own business is that you can build something that um, actually does tick all the boxes. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I started. And I I really dived in and just started working with a lot of local women um, who were running their own businesses. And I was doing all the things. Yeah. (laughs) I was doing the social media content, the strategy yeah. for social media, brand collaborations, advertising, yeah. a little bit of marketing, all of the stuff. And I think that was a great starting point for me because I realized, I like, started understanding what people in small business were needing, what they were potentially missing. And what I started seeing was that there were these women in business who were doing amazing things and they were so passionate about Mm. what they did, um, you know, what they were doing, the impact that they could have on the world, but they were often missing that opportunity to share it on a bigger scale. So they were focusing on the things like social media and their email list and 
all the things they were being told that they should do, but it was all on their own channels. Yeah, sure. And I realised that my background in PR could really help them to accelerate their visibility, start to get themselves in front of new audiences and start yeah. to build that authority and credibility by tapping into other channels that weren't their own, like getting on podcasts and doing brand collaborations Mm. and, you know, looking at ways that they could pitch themselves to the media and really building a really strong personal brand and telling that story to a bigger audience. Oh, that's fantastic. That's so good. I mean, I think in some ways we share that similar story. Like I was on mat leave from my corporate job and, sort of had that realisation that, yeah, I I didn't want the commute anymore. I didn't want the unpredictable, you know, I wanted that time with my family to, you know, to be able to shape that any way that I wanted and and the flexibility of running your own business. Although I, I, you know, often joke, I work longer hours now than I ever would have worked for for an employer. But the fact that, you know, you can duck out to a, a school, um, assembly or you can you know be home because your child's sick and and you don't need to be sort of constantly asking for permission and and asking for you know feeling guilty to uh, you know your boss or to your co-workers that you're doing it like it is an amazing space to have built for yourself and and your family to have such a flexible I guess platform to do and I think what you touched on is really important like do the work that you love not have to give up your career Yes. but also, you know, be able to raise a family and, and have that reward there as well. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Well, um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about you as a CEO of your business. Mm. So as a CEO of your business, how do you balance working on your business and working in your business? Yes, I. Um, this is always a struggle, I think, <laughs> and, um, you know, there, there needs to be some boundaries that you set, I feel. And uh, sometimes I can get really caught up in working in the business and yeah. working for my clients. And I do often need to rein myself in a little bit and go, okay, but what were the goals that we set at the start of the year or at the start of this quarter? And what do you want to actually achieve for yourself and your business? Yeah. Um, and and pu- and realigning back. So when, um, yeah, you are getting caught. When I am getting caught up in the the doing, the doing, the doing, then I'm coming back to you know what's that long term goal mm-hmm. and what are the things that I can implement within my business, like implement that help me to work on the business and grow it in the way that I want to. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, the biggest thing that I did this year was, um, calendar blocking. Yeah. And it was a concept, like a concept that I just hadn't done. And I've, I've really carved out time this year to work on my own visibility because for me being a visibility coach and, um, working a lot on my clients PR for them. I often found that I was letting that stuff slide for me yeah. and, and a really important part of my business is, yes, I can share my knowledge and I can encourage my clients to do all of the things, but I also need to be walking the walk. I need yeah. to be showing them that, uh, you know, I'm doing this for myself and it is really important part of mm. being a business owner is really 
you know, making, you know, part of your job is making sure that you're being seen and yeah. that people know about you. Uh, so, yeah, I um, the calendar blocking thing has worked wonders for me. Yeah. And I try really hard to stick to it. And, of course, I don't all the time. But, um, yeah, that's probably how I've been managing it this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm not sure if it's more when you have a professional services business as well. Like I can just relate so much to what you said. And I think I've spent probably five years telling my clients like face to camera, be visible, all those wonderful things. And I was just completely not doing any of it. And, you know, this year, you know, I thought if I'm going to continue to push these messages, I have to lead by example and, you know, take that time to show the, I guess, the the effort and the and the work that you're putting in to inspire them to do the same as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think it also helps um, understand and relate with your clients in terms of the challenges that yeah. they face around it as well. Totally. You know, I, I get that it can be daunting to, you know, put yourself out there to think about what am I going to share, what's going to connect with my audience. Yeah. Um, it can be daunting to show up on your socials when you're feeling a little bit down, you know, and yeah. it's great to be able to say, you know, these are the things that I put in place or the things that I think about before I go live or the things that I am working on before I jump on that podcast with someone. Um, I have the same, you know, self-doubt that creeps in, that imposter syndrome, but, you know, there are ways to overcome that and, you know, I can, yeah, I can can connect with you on it. And it's, and everyone does, even if it's your space and, you know, your expertise, um, those things, those mindset things are always going to come in. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, so what about morning habits? Do you have morning habits that set you up for success? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I have two very, I have a, a, a almost four-year-old and a two-year-old. <laughs> so my mornings are fairly hectic with <laughs> girls. Um, but definitely on the mornings that I drop them at daycare, I always try and carve out time to get um myself down to the beach. Yeah. That's my, I guess, my kind of form of meditation. I'm not a, a meditation yeah. person. But probably earlier in the year, I stopped listening to podcasts while I worked, walked on the beach. Yeah. I take my dog. I don't have any noise, distraction, sound. And it's, it's that way of giving myself that that space to yeah. reflect on what am I going to achieve today? What are like the things that are going on within the business? Yeah. In my personal life, you yeah. know, all of the things just yeah. to yeah, give myself that space and not be constantly bombarded with learning and messaging and yeah. things. So yeah. that's probably the the biggest thing for me is just starting that my day in a space of reflection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. So, and I think it's, yeah, again, like you make such a good point about not listening to anything. You know, I think we have that compulsion sometimes to make the most of every available free space that we have or free time that we have. 
And you're right, if you take away the pleasure of just being in nature because you're like, oh, I'm in nature, I'm on my own, I could listen to a podcast, I could learn something, I could absorb something, you know. Again, you're kind of stifling that space to have, you know, creative flow or, or to just have openness and mindfulness. So, yeah, such a good point. Yeah, definitely. So you're a visibility coach and you're all about helping people to, you know, increase obviously their visibility, be seen for their expertise. Why do you think CEOs need to increase their visibility in their business? Yeah, I think um, over the last few years, and I know this is something that, you know, a lot of people in marketing are talking to, Mm. is that your clients and customers want to connect with brands and businesses on a deeper level now. They want to know the person behind the brand, the reason that you started your business, the values that they that you have. They want to connect with you, resonate with your message and understand your values and mm. make sure that there's a lot, an alignment there. You know, as um, we know, the digital space is very full And there's constantly new businesses coming in and it's really easy to get lost amongst a sea of other brands. And the way that you stand out is by showing up and being that person within your business who's Mm. able to show why you're different, you know, what it is you value and connect with, you know, the right people, the people that are going to buy into your brand, who are going to become those brand fans that want to be your clients, want to work with you. So it's it's really important to start building that that personal Mm. brand. And the way that you become known is by being visible. So you can't be you know, sitting in that um, mind frame of, you know, my work will speak for itself. Yeah. Because if you're not sharing what's amazing about you, the transformation you're giving your clients, the amazing work that you're doing, Mm. then how can you expect people, other people to do that? Because they don't understand what it is you do. They don't understand yeah, the trend, the results that you can really get for, for your clients and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that people have, or, you know, business owners especially, have this sort of misconception that, you know, I've said it once, you know, once on my social media I told that story or, you know, if if they dig through my website they'll find it. And, you know, we forget that people join our journey or people join our business at different times. You know, yes, someone may have followed you from day one, but someone might have only followed you yesterday. And although it feels repetitive to keep you know, celebrating wins, talking about your services, talking about your unique point of view. Mm. Really, it's it's essential because people are joining your journey, your business at completely different times. Totally. And there's a there's a progression of, you know, their awareness of mm. you as well. So they might hear your message and they're kind of in those early stages of getting to un- to know you mm. and the memorability of that message isn't sinking in. Mm. And, you know, there's so many numbers out there that I'm not going to tell you which number's true. There's like people need to hear your message 10 times, yes, yes, 50 times for it to sink in. But it is true that they do need to continually hear you talk about specific things and share specific messages multiple times before it really does start to connect with them. And I think, you know, one of the things that I work with my clients on is like 
you know, what do you want to be known for? But then what are those, what I call like hype pillars, Mm. those topics that you really want to delve into? What are those topics you're super passionate about that connect to your services and your business that you can continually talk to, not only on your socials or your blog and your emails, but can you start sharing that in more of that thought leadership space? So start getting on podcasts and talking about that those specific topics have three key ones that you come back to again and again and maybe talk to them slightly differently but if people are seeing you talk to that topic on your socials and then they see you on a podcast or they see an an article that you've written about that topic they start to be like oh that's the person I go to you know that's that and they and or if someone asks them, hey, do you know anyone who's great at social media strategy, say, yeah. oh, yes, I know this amazing girl who speaks in this particular way about yeah. social media strategy. And that's where that kind of known, yes. noteworthy factor comes in because you've been visible in that space multiple places and, you know, you've, yeah. you've done the work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, you've just sort of touched on it a little bit, but, you know, what are your top tips for CEOs that want to step into the limelight and be that visible force in their industry? What do you think they should be doing? Yeah, I think um, first and foremost, just understanding who you're trying to reach Mm. with your message. So, and that comes back to what are your business goals? Yeah. So what do you want to achieve in your business? And then from there, how does your your visibility goals um, support that, that bigger business vision? Mm. Because, you know, I understand small business or any business owner is time poor and you want to focus on the things that are going to have a real impact yeah. on your business. So you want to be really clear about what you want to achieve what um, you want to achieve in terms of your visibility. So, you know, some business owners come to me and they're like, you know, I'm really um, in the early stages of my business and I really just want to focus on growing my audience and I want to, um, you know, grow my email database. Whereas other people that are a little bit further along in business, say three to four years, they're more about wanting to build their credibility and authority. And so the, the, visibility accelerators or the channels that they choose might be slightly different based on those goals. So, you know, really thinking about that in the first instance, Um, you know, when we're looking at things like credibility and authority, often looking at, um, you know, writing authoritative articles, guest posting and contributing, looking at media opportunities is the space that you're kind of looking at. Whereas someone who's looking at growing, say, their audience um, and, you know, trying to drive action, like signing up to an email database, might be looking at, you know, things like brand collaboration, you know, really getting you know, doing Instagram lives on socials and things yeah. like that because that's where that's the space where they're going, they want to drive action. Yeah. So it's very different depending on your goals. So starting with your goals and then moving into what is it that you want to be known for, what's going to help resonate with the people that you're trying to reach. Yeah. 
Um, and then from there, what is it that you're going to talk about and where are you going? Where do you want to start showing up? Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, they're probably the first kind of few steps to start yeah. really being more strategic yeah. in your, your visibility approach because yeah. as small business owners, we don't want to be doing all of the things. And yeah. if we are trying to be everywhere and do everything, we're not going to do anything well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, spreading yourself too thin. Yeah, yeah, I talk about it like living the rabbit life. You're just <laughs> jumping from one thing to the next, yeah, walking around and not really even being able to assess whether what you're doing is having an impact yeah. at all. Yeah. Because you're just like, all right, next thing, the next thing, next, yeah, yeah, saying yes to everything and, yeah. yeah. And I think that comes back to your first point about, being really clear on what your goals are and being really clear about who you're talking to. You know, if you're if you get your strategy down, then you're less likely to be influenced by, you know, the trends and the fads and the things people are telling you. Cause I think that rabbit approach or that rabbit effect really comes from not actually knowing what you want in the first place. So or, or you know who you're talking to, what you're trying to achieve. So when a friend says, oh, Instagram's has brought out this new thing, you have to do it. You're like, oh, I'll do that. You know, oh, TikTok, yeah. oh, I'll do that. Yeah. No, because you're not actually going, hang on a second, does this align to my goals? Is my ideal client active on there? You know, yeah. is it is it a place I need to be? And, and I think that the strategic foundations set people up to just have a, a much more structured effective approach you know whether it be to their visibility whether it be you know to all their digital marketing yes, totally. it's, um you know it, it, it's taking the time to map that out that then actually gives you the focus and the structure to go so much further and yeah. not waste your time in so many different areas exactly exactly and I know like um in business is a lot you know just show up just show up just yeah. show up but, yeah you know that's exhausting oh Totally, you know? <laughs> totally. And if you're not being, if you don't have a plan, if you're not even understanding why you're showing up and yeah. where you're choosing to show up, like you're touching on, it's like it, it's just a waste of your time. Yeah, and not sustainable, not sustainable. It's not sustainable, because, no. You know, number one, the message is diluted because, you know, you're not talking to a consistent audience. So then that visibility piece, you know, you, you, you're you're spreading yourself thin with lots of different people. But just from yourself, you won't have the time and the energy to keep it up on, you know, oh, I'm writing blog posts and articles here, but I'm also really active on this social and that social and going to these events that my target market aren't even at, you know. Yes. I think it's just you just kind of burn yourself out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we fantastic. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And I think, you know, having you know, talk to you and, and and engage with your content over a period of time, the benefit to getting the visibility piece right is infinite. And, you know, as you touched on before, people want to connect with brands. And I think, I really think it's where small business has the upper hand that big business will never have. You know, big business will always be faceless. They can put an ambassador in or they can put a, you know, brand spokes model in place, but it's not the authentic story that people can connect with. It's not the human story of how somebody built their business from the ground up or their, you know, 
individual life circumstances or their individual career journey and how they became an expert in what they had. You know, that's where even with e-com, you know, sometimes you'll buy products from some, you know, a handbag. There's a business bond maxi and it's sort of, you know, it's handbags and wardrobe solutions. Now there's a ton of places you could buy that from, but she's on there telling her personal story and you connect with her. You 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 sort of want to support the business because you've been on this journey of her story. And, and I think that that is where, you know, small, medium-sized business has this opportunity for, for their business owner or a key person within that business to stand up and be the visible person within that business and, and compete in a way that, you know, big business, you know, like it's like when Kmart copies somebody something and they sort of get and understandably upset, but, you know, Kmart will never have the personal connection that a small business owner can build with a community. Yeah, and the, and then having that connection builds that repeat business, mm. builds those brand fans, and they're the people that are spreading your message for yeah. you. They're do, In the end, they're doing your marketing for yeah. you building that bigger community that has an impact and I think you know anyone that I come into contact with from my clients the people I collaborate with Mm. you know obviously they started their business um, for multiple reasons but most of the time they're so passionate and they do want to have a bigger impact and have um you know, an effect on the world in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. By by becoming the face and bringing people into your vision, you're able to to do that and really live out that um, the vision that you have for your business. Yeah, which is so personally rewarding. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is yeah, which is another piece of it, isn't it? Uh, you know, I think again, it's what you can't. Well, not can't, but may struggle to find in a corporate career versus, you know, running your own business, being the the CEO of your own business. There's such a personal connection and personal reward in that as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time today, Anna, and sharing your tips and knowledge. I really appreciate it. No worries. I've loved being on here. I always love having a good chat with you. (laughs) Likewise. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.